Hello and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald and I will be your host as we go on a journey of exploring all of the ways that love is sending signals to us and through us. Welcome back everybody. This is episode 52. And to kick off this week's episode, I'm going to read a love letter from January 25th of 2021. Like the rain that falls, soft and hard, your presence is a gift. You change everything and everyone you touch, and yet you are also already an integral part of it all. Love flows in your blessed streams, whether it's one droplet or a river carving through earth. I feel loved in your heavenly downpour, and I feel whole. Today is a precious and beautiful day to be alive and with you, my dear. Imagine traveling across many, many miles of the world. And imagine that that trip takes you from a place that was held in the dark cold of winter. You go from that to a place that's in this different kind of winter. It's, it's a warm winter. It's dry. The sun is out. The sun warms up the earth each day. There's very little precipitation. There's, there's green and lushness and maybe even things are blooming. And it's so dry that just the touch of water, just the touch, the whisper of rain in this place wakes up the most profound symphony of, of smells and dimension and color and aliveness. This is part of my experience that I feel I'm reminded of when I read that love letter. I traveled from Colorado to Southern California at the beginning of 2021. And here I was, you know, just a few weeks after arriving in California. And it must have rained. <laughs> I, that's all I can imagine. It must have rained. And the place I was living at the time, my mom's home, has so many beautiful trees and plants and then there's just past her yard, which is like a mini orchard, basically, of citrus trees. Just past her yard, there's all these huge, robust cactus. And then past that, there's these creosote, which are these kind of beautiful bushes that are very deserty. That that oh, they're just magical. Um, and past that, you know, there's there's just like all these other very hardy, very tough desert plants out in the sandy kind of fields and meadows. I don't even know if you call it a meadow because it's mostly sand. And so when it rains there, there's something so profound that happens. It's like the whole of the earth wakes up and, and stands ready and alert and attentive and, and makes the most of all that water. The birds get so excited. The plants seem to perk up and exhale their beautiful smells. Even the palm trees seem to have this rich sweetness that blooms out of them when it rains. 
And that experience is so beautiful. And especially the contrast of that to being in the dark of winter and the cold and all that, you know, there's something beautiful to that for sure, but it's, it's, it's very dormant. It's very quiet. It's a very different energy than this kind of robust, alive, Twitter-pated <laughs> desert after the rain kind of energy. So I love the way this letter encapsulates that. But the other thing I really love about this letter and part of why it jumped out to me as I was preparing for this week's episode was, I, you know, this is halfway through the Love Letter Project and my basic prompt to myself throughout this project was to write love letters to myself. And this love letter is actually said to myself. I, I left it off when I was saying it, but the last line is, um, I feel loved in your heavenly downpour and I feel whole. Today is a precious and beautiful day to be alive and with you, my dear Michaela. But I realized as I was reading it, this week that it's so great. It's, I'm so glad that that's exactly where I was at and that that was the prompt, right? To write it to myself, to address it to myself. But as I read it this week, I realized, oh my gosh, it's like a deep love letter to the divine. It's a deep love letter to God and all of God's creations and the energy of God in my world. And so I'll read it again, and I, and I want you all to just consider that, that what if this is a love letter to God or a love letter to the love that has created us? Like the rain that falls soft and hard, your presence is a gift. You change everything and everyone you touch, and yet you are also already an integral part of it all. Love flows in your blessed streams, whether it's one droplet or a river carving through the earth. I feel loved in your heavenly downpour, and I feel whole. Today is a precious and beautiful day to be alive and with you, my dear beloved. Right? Sometimes I like referring to the divine as the beloved, to God as my beloved, it's part of this idea of being in deep, intimate connection with the divine, with God. I hope that that gets you all excited and maybe it makes you more excited for some of the rain that may or may not be visiting you in the coming week. <laughs> um, it's so cool to experience the evolution of these love letters and I'm still really struck by, and I'm so grateful that the process, which started off as um, one where I was emphasizing self-love, how can I bring more love to myself? How can I offer love and fill up on love and this sense of wholeness and, and goodness and um, acceptance, this deep sense of acceptance and appreciation for who I am, right where I am, all the parts, all the messiness, all of it. Right? And this embrace of love was really kind of the origin emphasis of this project. And it's so cool to see as it has evolved, as I've lived with these ideas, 
And even throughout the initial 365 days of writing these love letters every day, it's so cool to see how it's evolved because what started off, and I know I've said this many times, but it, it, it bears saying again, it bears repeating. What started off as an emphasis on self-love, it's like it bloomed into this greater awareness of the love that's here for us and the love of something beyond my specific Michaela self. And that's, that's just where I get the most excited about all of this because that's where I feel so alive. I feel so fueled up this love that I connect with through these letters, through this podcast, through time I take in my day-to-day life, praying, meditating, journaling, reflecting, whatever it might be, celebrating the sweetness of, uh, you know, a new animal in my yard or whatever it might be. (laughs) All of that gives me energy and, and helps me feel inspired to show up for life. And I think feeling a willingness to be here and an eagerness to show up for life is one, it's, it's such a privilege to feel that way. And to me, it feels like such, such a great way to live because life can be challenging at times. And, and many people do struggle with things like depression or anxiety that can kind of take them out of feeling like they can fully show up for life. And so to connect with something that inspires me to show up fully, that inspires me to keep showing up again and again and again, to me, that that feels like the signature of love. Like, oh, that must be love. Because it's, it's fueling me in this deeply sustainable way. I had a really cool experience this past weekend where, you know, post, post-travel, post-trip, uh, if you guys didn't know, I went on this awesome trip to Hawaii. I talk about that a lot in episode 51 bring your heart on vacation (laughs) is the title of that one. But man, that trip, it was awesome. And I came back and I definitely had like a little bit of a bug and just was feeling kind of like out of whack, needed extra rest, extra sleep. And so this week, now that I'm more recovered, I've, I felt like I'm kind of, okay, I'm, I'm all the way here again. I'm all the way here in my day-to-day life again. And that's been such a nice contrast to be like, oh, okay, I'm really back. (laughs) And on Sunday, I felt this interesting moment where all that heaviness and kind of just like the emotional fatigue of, of being so stimulated, right? All the beauty and then also all the kind of discomfort of being sick afterwards kind of came to a head and I... I realized that in my discomfort of sickness and other things, I had started to kind of go back into this mode of closing off from love and closing off from that feeling of greater support in my life. And I was working out outside as I do here in my awesome house in the desert. And I, ah, a few things happened. One, I got inspired to listen to some songs that I've created in the past, which (laughs) even though I'm a very happy, um, bubbly person, 
when I make music, it's usually to express the the more melancholy aspects of myself, the tender parts of myself. And I just got inspired to listen to one of the songs I, I knew I had recorded. And it was so cathartic to listen to it. And it helped me cry a little and let out some feelings. And then there was another song and I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to that one. And then there was another one. And it's, it's like there was this building of layers of just getting to feel that sadness. And I realized I was feeling kind of irritable and sad before I listened to those songs and let out that emotion. And I was having this experience of kind of projecting that sadness um, and making it mean that something was wrong in my current life, like that I needed to fix something. And I did get some good insights on some things that I want to work on. But as I had that catharsis of crying to those songs and just kind of walking around outside and kind of just moving, moving that energy out, I realized, oh, there was just some built up heaviness and sadness in me that needed to come out. And what if it doesn't have to be assigned a reason or like a problem that created it? What if it's just energy that needed to move out? And so I felt so much relief just from letting it out. But then as that energy moved, I started to have this epiphany come find me. And it's one that I've had before that I've literally talked about recently. I think it was kind of, you know, toward the end of the 40s episodes. Um, but then even in last week's episode of rather than putting all this pressure on ourselves to figure it out and do it, what if we let God collaborate with us? What if we let ourselves collaborate with God and love? What if we open ourselves up to the support of God? and of love. And so I realized like, oh my gosh, part of the suffering I'm experiencing is thinking that I need to figure it out. Even that like I need to figure out what's wrong and that I need to figure out how to, how to change it. And I realized like, wow, you know, I could simply give this, this situation, this feeling, this experience over to God. What would happen if I just surrendered this aspect of my life, these various aspects of my life over to God and said, hey, I trust you. I trust in your intentions for me. I want to be of service to you. I want to be of service to this higher power, this higher mission. And I, I'm sorry that I was trying to control these different parts and that I thought that I knew best. And I, I really, I, I want to give it all to you and I want to let you lead the way and guide me and I trust you and please help me trust you even more as I go along and help me remember that I want you to be the one guiding me. And it felt like such a beautiful moment. I felt immediate relief. It was kind of amazing. It felt felt really profound. And, and I've done a lot of kind of transformational work with tapping and therapy and Byron Katie work and like so many things. But there was, and, and I've had profound experiences before with those different modalities. But this felt so simple and so sweet of just giving it over, right? Like it's, 
it felt different than relinquishing control, but that's definitely an important phrase to include in here because <laughs> the ego part of me uh, wants to be in control and thinks I need to be control to, you know, to, to optimize the situation, to optimize my happiness and contentment. I need to be in control. But then the relief to realize like, oh my gosh, it's actually so, it not only feels better in this present moment to, to relinquish that control and to actually ask to just become a, a better window and vessel for love, but it also feels like it's, it's opening up possibilities for the future that are way better than I can think of. And more, the more that my life feels like a collaborative dance with love and with the divine, which I see as love, the more I feel deeply nourished and deeply satisfied. And, and that's what I think I was tapping into with these love letters. It's like I was starting, <laughs> I love vines and I love the little tendrils that vines do when they're like reaching out and trying to find a new spot to wind around. And these early love letters, well, really all of the love letters throughout that year, they feel like these little tendrils reaching out to feel for that love that's out there that wants to connect with them. It's like there was some inner knowing that I had of like, you know what? I just want to fill up on love and see what happens. <laughs> you know, that was really the premise. And and the specific flavor was, okay, self-love. You know, I'll just all share love with myself. That's, you know, I'm always here and love's here and off we go. And uh, it's so cool to see how that, that, you know, one theme just exploded into this gorgeous constellation supernova of all the, all the other facets, all the other ways that we can experience love, both in the beauty of human relationships, as well as the profound depth of having a relationship with our creator. So I'm just, I'm out here feeling it, riding the waves, you know, and, and, and really being humbled again and again and realizing how I'm still finding ways to consciously cultivate my relationship with love. That's part of what these love letters were for me for that year. And I think they established a profound foundation, a profound structure that I can build on. And then as my life unfolds now, I'm finding other ways to cultivate that relationship continuously because it's, it's not like a, oh, I did it. I'm done. You know, off I go. I feel best when I'm consciously choosing to connect with love again and again and again and again. And as I start, which is so tempting, it's so, you know, my brain's very powerful. I'm good at thinking strategically and planning it all out, but sometimes that aspect of me can start to pull me away from this deeper sense of openness and trust and receptivity and and really communion with God and with love. There's so much more whimsy and um, serendipity as I lean into my relationship with love. 
And honestly, I'm into it. I love that. Like, you know, because really the the need to control is just, um, it's kind of based in fear. It's like, well, if I don't control it, then it might, I might be disappointed or I might be less good than it could be, you know? Um, and so if I control it, then at least I can ensure or potentially ensure some level of uh, it being good enough, you know, or satisfying or satisfactory. But, oh my gosh, letting that go and and opening up to the the vast possibilities that love can have for us and to really be in a posture of looking for how whatever is presenting itself to me um, is here to help me and here to basically be a love signal, right? What if it's all a love signal? What then? (laughs) The emotions you feel, the things you see, the interactions you have, from the mundane to the profound, what if it is all a love signal? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think I'll leave you all there for this week. But hmm. before I go, I will say, If it rains where you are soon, may that rain feel blessed. May that rain really embody this feeling of love raining down on you. And if it doesn't rain in the coming week or so, may the sunshine that meets your eyes or the soft breezes that touch your skin feel like love's embrace, feel like the touch of love reaching out and finding you and saying, hey, I want to be in relationship with you. I'm here whenever you're ready. There's no rush, but I'm here whenever you're ready. Play with it. Try it out. Have fun. Remember, please, 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 that there is so much love here for you. I hope that you feel it more and more every day with every breath and every moment. All right, that's it for this week. Take care.